0: I see
1: no promise, and yesterday was like today, woke up, got up, near 11 o'clock, But naked, except I was wearing my socks, and that's cool. Cause most of the time, this floor is cold. Stand up and stretch, look around this mess. My place has been a cave since she left me. Make my way to the kitchen, start the coffee. Then get to the bathroom, begin the triple S, and wash previous evening. Walk me now out the shower. To get dry. Shove a Q-tip in my ear. Well, what do we have here? It appears as if a piece of me has got motivation. Ain't nothing wrong with a morning masturbation fresh dressed like 50 cents clean and awake now i'm ready to commence spark up the caffeine and nicotine binge and that's pretty much the pattern of how the day begins and i read for an hour maybe half hour more then i put on my shoes and grab my key for the door put my headphones on for this world i ignore trek down the street towards the record store hey bro how you doing anything new today man, how you been it's the same old same well then I'll be gone, friend. I see you around. and I'm out. Destination uptown. In the summertime, the women wear a lot of skin. And if I sit in one spot, I can take them all in. Sometimes I even talk to see if I can make one grin. And if not, no, it's cool. I ain't to take it birthday. Oh, it's cool. From Ann Landers to Annie to Franco to Orphan Annie, I love all women, all women. But most of them just can't stand me. I don't know. Maybe it's my hair or my clothes. Or maybe she noticed that you was digging in your nose. Either way. It's it's okay i wasn't trying to get laid i just wanted to say i hope you have a great day and then she stopped with a smile that began to blush take my number call me up i'll come over and make you lunch i got up and headed down towards the bookstore to check the titles that my man Michaels. got me looking for my visit was short because i just couldn't feel that cat behind the counter acting like i'm here to steal so i did crack
2: all right well what's going on here everybody Everybody chilling out there today? Thank you for hanging out, chilling, what's up, what's up? It's been a long night for the governor, and the governor ain't gonna lie, tonight's been a long one. Uh, We were hoping to come from uh, the brand new setup, the brand new Situation Room, the brand new Studio A. Unfortunately, we had some uh, technical difficulties, so... Here we are back in the Situation Room in the West Wing of the Executive Mansion. Somewhere, somewhere in a Twin City suburb. Anyway, what's going on, Gary Joyner? What's going on with the good people out there? Glad you could join us, my brother. Get the word out. It wouldn't let me do a share in our group me chat. So just uh, trying to get the word out there for the rest of the game. Thank you for tuning in. Sports done right tonight. Thank you for joining us on a Tuesday. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, opening up with a little atmosphere, again, keeping that local music scene alive and well here in Minneapolis. So, what's going on? We got a lot to recap today. We got a British Open. Don't worry, Gary, we're going to make that quick. I know you're not a golf guy. Baseball, my Minnesota Twins starting to heat up again, and... Hopefully, they're only five and a half games back of Kansas City, so hopefully they're in the wild card race, and hopefully they become players. Players in this uh, trade fiasco here, so we will see what happens there as well. Hope everybody's having a good night again. I do apologize for the difficulties we had. We were so excited after having a little dry run on Sunday. Unfortunately, the system, it just wasn't hooking up with Spreaker the correct way, and we couldn't get our mics working. We couldn't get the board working, really. We actually tried downloading a couple different things, but hopefully the next week we'll be able to get that cleared up and again next Tuesday night make the debut from that fine setup over there um, with uh, my friend Rob. He is the newly uh, appointed chief of staff here in the Minnesota Sports Nation. Hope everything's good for everybody. Anyway, we're going to talk a little NFL. Like I said, we're going to do a little British Open recap. We're very excited here in Minnesota because AP has restructured his contract and he is going to be a Minnesota Viking, hopefully, for the rest of his career. And we really, really dig that <laughs> up here in Minnesota. Like I said, all, you know, once he breaks off that first big run, everything's going to be forgiven. So, you know, he won't beat his kids anymore. I'm sure he's learned the lesson there. And all will be forgiven, like I told you, from the very get-go. So, like I said, welcome back, Adrian Peterson. I think him, Teddy Bridgewater together is going to be a real good thing. So, anyway, I really wanted to get into this Tom Brady thing. I find it really ironic that the commissioner comes out today and talks about there's no timeline. You know, good old Goodell again. We'll, we'll go at our own pace. And I, and I just, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. You know, I personally, I don't think deflating the football, I don't know if it gives you a competitive advantage or not. I'm not pretending that I do or don't. But one of the things that that I do find that's really quite interesting is that here is Goodell taking his time, and he and, and he's kind of backed himself into a corner. One of the things he's done is he does have the flavor of going after uh, the African American athlete, so to speak and holding them accountable, and duly so in a lot of cases. I'm not sitting here trying to say that, you know, the black players are being unfairly picked on. Some of them are. Don't get me wrong. Some of them are. But now he has Tom Brady, uh, the white superstar of the NFL, and he's kind of painted himself in a corner because he's done all these other suspensions and whatnot. And now he's going to have to go after Tom Brady, and he can't. Because guess what? He has to, but now he's painted himself into that corner because if he doesn't do anything against Tom Brady, he's going to prove that he's a hypocrite. And Tom Brady's sitting there going, dude, all I did was deflate some footballs, and you're over here trying to suspend me for four games, a quarter of the season almost? Are you nuts? Are you high?" So Tom Brady is now threatening, at least it's out there, and I don't know if he said this or not or if people are just speculating, but he can take that to federal court and fight it through the courts that way, his suspension. This whole thing is getting absolutely crazy. This whole thing is getting absolutely nuts. and You hear the studio audience back there, they get it, they get it. I don't know why they're laughing at me, but, you know, hey, back at you, back at you. But that's what's going on, and and it really kind of irks me. Need to come out, do the suspension, stick with it, fight for it. And like Gary Joyner says, guys like Brady's always get special treatment. Of course they do. Of course they do. What's going on, Jungle Brother? Thank you for joining us tonight. We don't call him by his government name. We call him Jungle Brother, and we're glad that he's up in the mix here tonight. Jungle, what you what you thinking about this Tom Brady thing, man? I, what I was saying, in case you didn't hear, was I think that the, the commissioner has painted himself into a corner. It's big John Fish in the mix. John, I can't do that reggae voice like you can, but we welcome you, man. Everything I, right, Ray. And the crowd loves that you guys are back in here as well. But what I was saying, gentlemen, is that this commissioner's painted himself into a corner because I don't think he really wanted to go after Brady, but because he went after the black athletes so vigorously, is he, now that he had Brady, he has to go after him. He has to because if he lets Brady off, how's that going to look? And Tom Brady ain't stupid. He's got money. He's got lawyers. And he can just take it right on back. And as we've been hearing, being uh, threatening the lawsuit. So things are getting crazy up in Boston. Hey, Dr. Kim is in the house tonight. How you doing, uh, Miss Kim? Glad you could join us as well. Appreciate everybody jumping in here. and um, I obviously wanted to get started a couple hours ago, but we're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to have some good music. Going to have lots of good opinion, I know, here on the chat and everybody is going to have a lot of fun tonight. So thank you guys for popping in here. Let's go over to the chat room here at Sports Done Right. That's who you're listening to. Part of that Real Cast family of podcast. Everybody tune in this weekend for uh, Jungle Brother and Jersey Vern. We got cooking with the microwave, John Fisher show nightly as well. He may be coming up right after I'm done. And Gary Joyner is also doing a new show on Spreaker as well, where he's talking about today's subjects, uh, race relations, and things like that. Um, A lot of stuff we do need to be talking about, so give Gary Joyner. Hit a search up on him on on the uh, Spreaker chat as well, or the uh, Spreaker website, excuse me. And support everybody out there. I'm real glad everybody's trying to do their thing with these podcasts, and it's a lot of fun to hear all these different opinions and whatnot, so... Anyway, let's see. I think Jungle Brother had something on there. Uh, he says, I knew all along that Brady and the Patriots are going to get their way. And Jungle, you're right. I'm starting to feel the exact same way. <laughs> Jungle Brother also says, ready to get this sports pardon by the governor. If it was up to me, the governor is not giving Tom Brady nothing. Not a damn thing. And, you know, I he... I, Just stick to your guns. You got to stick to your guns, man. Just stick to your guns. We're also going to be talking a little baseball. New York Yankees keep winning. A-Rod keeps doing it. Hopefully he's doing it on the uh, up and up now. But the New York Yankees are going to be tough. Matter of fact, let's give you guys a little update here going across Major League Baseball at this time. We got the Seattle Mariners on top of the Detroit Tigers, 11-9, and that's in the bottom of the 8th. Down there in the ATL, the Braves put it on the Dodgers, 4-3. That is a final. Bottom of the ninth, the Cubbies. My Cubbies and the Reds are all square at 4 apiece. Bottom of the 7th, we got the Southsiders, Chicago White Sox. They're trailing the St. Louis Cardinals by 3. Two outs in the bottom of the 7th. In the 8th, we have a scoreless game, Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Cleveland is losing to Milwaukee in the bottom of the 7th, 5-1. The Bo Sox are losing to Houston, 7-3, in the bottom of the 7th. Texas is all over Colorado, 6-0, and that's only at the end of the 5th inning. Miami and Arizona are scoreless in the 4th. My Twins and the Angels are scoreless in the bottom of the 2nd. Toronto's up 1-0 on Oakland. And in the bottom of the second, we have the Giants over the Padres, 2-0. couple other finals, the Yankees over the Eastern rival Baltimore Orioles, 3-2. Big up to Jersey Verne, Jungle Brother and the Yankees doing it. New York Mets, the team from across the river over there doing it as well. They're, they beat the Washington Nationals, 7-2. And Tampa Bay beat Philadelphia, who was absolutely horrible, won nothing. And back to the chat here. The Tom Brady chat is really heated up here. John Fisher, you are correct. His ass does need to do all four games, and you ain't lying there. So we're, But you know it ain't going to happen. You know it ain't going to happen. No, there's Jungle Brother. You know I don't like Popeyes. I hate Popeyes chicken. Sorry it had to be said, but that stuff is horrible, man. <laughs> so anyway, we're getting the night started here. It's a beautiful night up here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I hope it's a great day wherever you guys are. I know we got people from all over the south joining in here, and I know it's probably hot and humid. We are definitely feeling like we are part of the south here in Minneapolis as well. Rest of the week's gonna be very hot, very humid. But I'd rather be warm than cold any day. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick little break here. Going to throw down a little music for you. And I'm going to get some stuff set up and we will be right back.
3: be <laughs> can't be touched, can't you see? G, Nagy, Nagy, G- G- man, cause G- boy, I'm gonna do my thing. You know I do my thing. <laughs> I'ma get my drink on and party like it's okay. Trust me, man, it's okay. Bounce with me in slow mo. When they hear the kids in the house, they're like, oh no. The 50 they got them rope in they open again, and I'm sipping on that juice and gin. You can find me in the background, burning that backwoods, and stunting, doing my two-step right. Now I'ma tell you what them told me, homie. Just look at the rental dispensers, if I just want for a now blend in with me. As I proceed to break it down, it's always off the chain, man. When I'm around, I play the block pumping, it was all for the dough. I get the club jumping cause I'm sick with the flow, you know it's sold out. Like wherever I go, I jam back the show, man, that's for sure. I I got that info you already know. Man, I get it popping in the club. Everybody show me love. Let's go. You know I got what it takes to make the club go. Out of control. Click, band, turn the music up a little bit. Right. Now swivel, now shout it. Let's get in with You know I got God. What it takes to make the club go out of the trouble. Plan turn the music up a little bit. Bounce with me now, homie. Let's get in You it. wanna search me to search me, but hurry
1: up, cause I'm thirsty. I need that brown in my system. Pick on my side, twist in club. Do babe with a chick that go both ways. Let me see that I did. It's a room for Put a drink till the burn is gone. Hit the dance floor like the save from salt pone. For rip pop, make them sound a disclaimer. Try to get me on some pop. These tricks are framing, All but right. need to give it. He- with fifty, it, it makes, makes sense, 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 into them dollars, the f mm-hmm. gonna holler. But you looking at it? let them came full the swallow. Now, my buddy's so young, I could pop your gala. Now follow, say nothing, let me see you swallow. In my crib, got the cold air, bath in the bottle. In the club, feed the liquor,
3: otherwise, we starve them. So much green, hitting twisted like potato. Garden, let's go. You know, I- I got what it takes to make the club go, out of the trouble, quick plan, turn the music up a little bit, bounce with me now, shouty let's get in the me, you know I got what it takes to make the club go, out of the trouble, quick plan, turn the music up a little bit, bounce with me now, homie, let's get in You already know, how I go, I bang, I shine, I play, I stay, I'm going for mines, I'm young, I'm black, I'm rich, and yes, I'm getting in into- the project steps. I'm cool, I'm calm, looking real stressed. I'm I'm, on kick, hold your head. I'm known for popping when I got problems. I don't run, I just roll up. But we ain't coming to start no drama. We just looking for our future baby mamas. With money, with face, with style and body. I cook, I clean, I swear that mommy. Just as long as you don't go off and tell nobody. I go down low. I'm lying, I'm trying my best to let you know. Sugar pop, get that pee, the doctor, make it easy to get him in the bed sheets. You no know, I got what it takes to make the club go out of the trouble. Quit playing, turn the music up a little bit. Bounce with me now, shorty, let's get in the way. You know I got what it takes to make the club go out of the trouble. Quit playing, turn the music up a little bit. Bounce with me now, homie, let's get in the way.
2: And we are back to Sports Done Right. What's going on, everybody? What is going on? So one of the things that I wanted to get into tonight was, yes, besides the Knicks still sucking, you know, I was just looking at the Atlantic standings for last year. 17-65, 207 win percentage for your New York Knicks. Nothing improving, much like the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, you know it is what it is. It is what it is. So Anyway, going to follow up here and jump in the chat room. Glad everybody's having a good time. John Fisher, Dr. K's up in there. Gary Joyner in the mix. Appreciate everybody popping in. Hopefully we'll have a few more of the regulars in here tonight at some point. So Adrian Peterson restructures his contract today with the Minnesota Vikings. Love it. And we're hoping that the, now I think it's about 30 million he has guaranteed coming to him in the next couple years will be enough for all parties involved to move forward. listening to the local radio scene here today on the drive home from work everybody is ecstatic and I think that hopefully this is the, the final nail in the coffin and AP just he, what the Vikings showed him is that they truly are committed to him he likes that from what it, from what everybody is, has said about, about this uh, renegotiated contract he is 31 years old you know what to say about running backs after 30 but remember he had last year off adrian peterson is a stud he's always kept himself in shape so that's not a concern for us here now one of the other things is that he is also going to get a five million dollar roster bonus as well on the third day of the 2016 uh, league year. So the Vikings will have to make a decision on him. But, you know, as of now, everything is good. His mind's right. And I hope that he can really – here's the thing. I think he's really going to be determined to show the league what they missed last year. I think he's coming in ready to set the world on fire – And I'm saying it here, right now, I would not be surprised if Eric Dickerson's record is in jeopardy again. Now that brings us to the Vikings' Achilles' heel, and that is our offensive line. Ty Khalil has really got to step up. This guy's been so inconsistent that we may have had a better shot with my big fat butt out there trying to block for these guys. But Ty Khalil, it is a do-or-die year for you, sir, and you have got to show up. Vikings fans are counting on you and if we're going to even hopefully challenge these Packers for the division this year we need Takhalil to step up Phil Lodeholt did all right job so Peterson you know he has seven million dollars uh salary which is guaranteed for 2016 I mean you know everything worked out here so watch out for my Minnesota Vikings you know, the attitude is good up here in Minneapolis. Everybody is ready for football season. And like I said, we're already better than Chicago. I think we're better than Detroit already. And Dominick Sue's out of Detroit. Big hit no matter what you think of him as a player on their defensive line. He's gone. And the Vikings, I think, can, with maybe a little luck, challenge the Packers for the outright division lead. So we will see what's going on. The executive daughter, my first daughter, just dropping off a new microphone for me here. We're going to try to do some new things myself after the show tonight. Let's check in on the chat room. Really appreciate everybody out there. Ninja, I see you, Ninja. Ah, Ninja, I see you. Anyway, thank you for checking us out here. That Ninja's in the mix with Dr. Kim, Jungle Brother, Gary, Big John Fisher. Again, let's run through. John Fisher has his show, Cooking with the Microwave, here on the Spreaker.com network as well. Check him out. He's on late nights, usually Monday through Friday, around 11 o'clock or so. Gary Joyner is keeping us informed with his show. I believe Gary, and excuse me if I'm wrong, but is it a real people talk or something like that? Anyway, shoot me something in the chat so I get that correct the next time I mention it. But look for Gary Joyner as well. The elegant, very smart Dr. Kim, Dr. K, we call her in the chat. Very, very intelligent, knows her sports, and I'm very honored that you have joined us in the chat. Thank you for checking out Sports Done Right, coming to you live from, as uh, the folks up here say, Minnesota, but not me anyway. Moving over, look quick little Timberwolf talk here. Everybody was very ecstatic, very satisfied with what they saw from Carl Anthony Towns during the summer league. And I think Carl Anthony is really going to have a big year, possible rookie of the year. He, he's really excited to be here. His attitude is great, and that goes back to his parents as well. Those folks did a great job. His father, I don't know if, if y'all know out there, works with at-youth uh, uh, minority males. And he, Carl Anthony has a very good head on his shoulders. Great fit for the team. Great fit to work with Kevin Garnett in our locker room. And I am so glad that Minnesota has, has gotten him because it, it has been so long. And we've talked about this before that the Minnesota Timberwolves have been relevant in this market, and we're very, very happy and very, very excited and cannot wait for all things basketball season. So here we go. Let's see what's going down in the world of the British Open. Well, Jordan Spieth did not get the grand slam. I think it was anticlimactic. I have nothing against Zach Johnson; he's a good golfer, but it was just everybody wanted Jordan Spieth to get this Grand Slam. Everybody's very excited about this kid, and it was too bad he couldn't. He couldn't do it. He tried. He almost got there. He came up a stroke short. What can you do? But you know, got to give a ball or award to Zach Johnson. This is Zach Johnson's. Uh, he's thirty-nine years old. This is his second major. Uh, he has also won the Masters as well, so got to give it up for him as well. He's he's not one of my favorite golfers. I, I do love playing golf ever since I married into this golf family. I, I respect Zach Johnson's game a lot, but he's not one of my favorite golfers. But again, baller award because he did what he had to do. He got himself a major, and they say when you win one of these majors – It can literally be up to an additional $10 million through your career in terms of the speaking engagements, um, all the marketing, things like that. So he's going to be rich, bitch. Absolutely. Then there's Eldrick Tiger Woods. Done, done, done. That's how I feel. I'm not trying to throw any shade. I hope I'm wrong. I, I, trust me, folks. I really hope I'm wrong on, on Eldrick Tiger Woods. But beyond when his wife beat his butt with that 9-iron, he doesn't have his dad around. I think his dad was really the compass that kept everything afloat. He, I, you know, what can you even say anymore? I mean, what can you really even say anymore about Tiger Woods? Nothing. It is incredible that the the greatest golfer of our generation cannot hit the golf ball straight. Think of all the incredible shots. Tiger Woods brought not just black folks, all kinds of minorities to this game. He put money in everybody's pockets. And this brother cannot hit a golf ball straight anymore. I just... Oh boy, I don't know. I know Golf Channel is showing uh, Golf's greatest rounds. They're showing his PGA win uh, back at Valhalla in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, so if you want to see some old Tiger, that's how you're going to have to do it nowadays. Is you, know, I mean, you're you're going to have to look for that dude, you know, on, on the video feeds from from his days back yonder. It's been so long since he's been good. You hear the crowd. On crowds even laughing at him. Gary Joyner you're, says Tiger got brothers to golf. He sure did. Y'all get this brother to golf. He got Doug Stewart and, and Ryan and all them golfing. He got everybody golfing. He got golf courses built around this country. Again, my my father-in-law being a, a principal owner of a golf course, I talk golf business with him a lot. And Since the Tiger boom. It's not only private courses, it's all golf courses that have really been hurting financially because that next wave of minority kids who were supposed to be playing this game never showed up. They never showed up. And I can tell you, I see Ninja, That he's got that great profile picture of him on the golf course. Man, Ninja, how much you benching nowadays, man? You got pipes looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Look at you, man. Big and buff and <laughs> shit, but um, th- that that it never happened. It never happened. So the next minority kids never came through. That next great black golfer never came. And now, while golf is in a good place, you know, again they had to readjust. A lot of courses have closed. A lot of golf developments never got off the ground that were supposed to. But. You know, it it really hurt because there's been no minority golfers out there. Ironically, Tiger's niece, I think her name's Alexis Woods, is uh, one of the two black ladies who have qualified for the Lady PGA Tour and have their tour cards. And she went to, I believe, Wake Forest University. And John Fisher chimes in. Tiger should have never fired Butch Harmon. Boy, you ain't lying there, man, but you got two dudes, two big egos there, and obviously one had to give. I I really wish Tiger would just at least maybe make an effort, make a call, something to Butch, and if Butch can get his ego, because he has a big ego. Butch comes from, and I don't know, a lot of you brothers know this, but Butch, and I think he has four brothers the Harmon brothers, their dad, they're all world-famous golf instructors. Butch being the most famous, but his brothers are, are golf professionals and make a lot of money as well. <laughs> Ninja says Tiger should have never got married. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But I think you know what, what Elan helped bring to the, to the mix, though, Ninja, was she kept the brother steady. She kept the home life in check for him. Once the kids were born, he didn't have to worry about them kids. Elin had that under control. She had everything under control. Tiger tiger, rode down the street knocking waitresses from Perkins. It wasn't his marriage that messed him up. It was the, the nine iron she took upside his head. His dad passing away. And and really, all of a sudden, somewhere along the line, this brother got lost. And let's not... Or yet, you know what? Now we can because a lot of people are throwing in the PEDs. You know, Tiger is on that Balco list, supposedly. You know, he has the same doctor as Aroid. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? So... Anyway, Tiger Woods, um, again, has made a, a rather hasty retreat. Jungle Brothers says, Spike Lee, Jack Nicholson, and Prince were sitting in a bar. Spike said, turn the TV on, my Knicks. Jack said, turn on, my Lakers. Prince kept his mouth shut. Oh, Jungle, don't be going against the hometown lad up here, man. Don't be going against that hometown lad. But anyway, just to, to wrap up on Tiger before we go to our next break here. Uh, Tiger really just needs to drop the swing, coaches. Tiger needs to just go grab, grab some balls and just go hit them. You're Tiger effing woods, man. Hit the golf ball, get it together, and you're going to be all right, man. You're going to be all right. All right, anyway, folks. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to hit you up with some of that uh, Alicia Keys for all my New York homies out there, a little Empire State of Mind, a little different version of that song. However, I think you'll like this, and we'll come back. We're going to talk about Jimbo Fisher down at FSU. We have not only NFL training camp starting, but college football is right around the corner as well. We're going to talk about FSU and what's been going on down there with the kids, the bars, hitting women. And where do you guys stand on that? And before we say get away for the break, excuse me, Jersey Vern is up in the mix. Uncle Vern, thank you for stopping by. Appreciate it. And a little Empire State of Mind for my New York homies. The incredible Alicia Keys I love that version I love it, I love it, I love it Empire State of Mind Off the Element of Freedom Boy, that girl can sing Beautiful, talented, everything a man can want Again, Alicia Keys, everybody And that was for all the New York homies out there Jersey Vern, Jungle Brother And everybody representing the five boroughs so, let's move on. A little college football. Let's see, we got some talk out there in the chat room. Jersey the big Ohio State fan. Jersey, was it your cousin or your brother that played on that offensive line there back in the 70s? So, anyway, turning our attention to Florida State, Coach Jimbo Fisher. I was uh, paging through the four-letter bullshit network that is ESPN. But every once in a while they come through. And there was an article that I was going through on my lunch hour today that I wanted to kind of go over and get your guys a saw in the chat room. And that's why I was really, really bummed out tonight because we were going to look forward to actually taking our first set of phone calls here on Sports Done Right, part of the real cast family of podcast, And I was so disappointed, but we're really going to get there. And thanks for everybody for just hanging out with me tonight. So anyway, Jimbo Fisher, we all know the issues that have been going on down there in Florida. We had the quarterback at the bar who got the decided to light the girl up at the bar with a nice little three three punch shot to the to the face. I mean despicable and what Jimbo Fisher's talking about is banning all the players from going to bars banning all the Florida State football players from going to bars now there is obviously legal issues all kinds of stuff i don't i don't know how it plays out with scholarships requirements but if you're over 21 you can legally drink in the country as we know 21 and older so how are you going to stop a player From going to, and it doesn't have to be a campus bar. I mean, these people have cars; they can go and drive in the middle of of the country somewhere or go go elsewhere. I I just don't know how you're going to enforce something like that. I I do give the coach some props here in, in trying to at least do something. The great Bobby Bowden, you know, definitely had his issues with. With a lot of a lot of different situations down there, he handled some good, he handled some bad. But I, I do like how Jimbo Fisher is at least trying to get out in front of this a little bit and, and get his program back because he realizes he does have a very talented team, and I don't know if they're in a position to win a national championship this year, but they are Florida State, and you cannot let them get off of the – rails so to speak down there so this ESPN article I'm just gonna read through some of the stuff here I gotta give the props to them don't want them come suing me saying I plagiarized their shit and I'll just start the six-year coach said he has always had a zero tolerance policy regarding violence against women and has dismissed the player in both instances Because remember, there was also that second incident of uh, Greg Dent, I believe his name was, uh, as well as DeAndre Johnson. And Fisher felt that the evidence compelled the punishment for both players to be kicked off the team. In September 2014, Dent was found not guilty of sexual assault after he was accused of raping a female friend, but he was found guilty of a misdemeanor battery. Johnson was dismissed on July sixth after a video showed the former Florida State quarterback punching a woman at a Tallahassee excuse me at a Tallahassee bar. He was charged with misdemeanor battery. A few days later, after Johnson's ban, star running back Dal- Dalvin Cook was also charged with misdemeanor battery. Now, yeah, that was the other story. After it was a quote unquote alleged he punched a woman multiple times outside of a Tallahassee bar in June. Fisher said Tuesday that Johnson was a tremendous guy, quote-unquote, but that within his program there is no tolerance for hitting women. The coach said he would not comment on Cook's situation until the legal process is completed, yada, yada, yada. So there we go again. There we go again. Florida State having issues, and we're going to see what happens. I, I do appreciate the coach getting out in front of this. And, I, uh, you know, the young gentleman, again, you are innocent until proven guilty. So let's see what happens. And if they are innocent, I hope they are able to, to get on with the team of their choosing. So it looks like that chat room is on fire. I appreciate everybody again. Let's get into some of this chat here. I know I've been running my mouth a lot. I had a lot to say tonight. I was hoping to introduce my new chief of staff to you guys tonight, and we had some fun little bits. We actually had a couple little bits put together that we were going to do for you guys, and but again, all coming up in the future. So, Jersey Vern says New York. Jersey is in the house down here in the ATO for the weekend. Oh, yeah, he's got uh, Brock's days down in the uh, Atlanta area. All those New York folks down there celebrating their New York roots. So have fun with that jersey. Don't get too messed up off that henny. Jungle Brother says he needs to ban those white girls from climbing through Florida State Ballers' windows in the middle of the night. (laughs) Oh, Jungle Brother. My... There you go. There you go. They they love the Jungle Brother. Jersey Vern. Um, Jersey Jersey Vern, Vern and Rick's cousin, used to block for Archie Griffin back in uh, 78. So Jersey, that's where the Ohio State roots come from. Dr. Kim says, I think he's missing the issue. It's not about whether they'll go to the bar, but it's about their judgment, decision-making. I think that's what he should be working on with them that's a very good point and actually as i'm paging through this story dr kim and and it may have been this story or another one and, and bear with me but he had actually before that second incident happened he had had the football team actually meet meeting with some folks to help the the teams make those judgments um so that was very ironic that that happened literally two, three days after they had this big team meeting and brought in all kinds of people to help with that situation. Gary Joyner says these young guys don't listen until they're in trouble. That's a very good point as well. You know, the young kids, and I'm sure our folks said it about us, but they they always feel they know it all, don't they? Yeah, so you hear them in the background. Of course, that's me laughing at them also. But unfortunately, it does take something bad to open your eyes. Jungle Brother says when he was 18 to 22, wisdom and sound decisions were two planets a million miles away from me. Boy, ain't that the truth, Jungle? Ain't that the truth? But, you know, again, I just wanted to get that out there as I thought it was very interesting that... The coach would actually try and suspend, I don't know if suspend is the right word, but ban, excuse me, that's what I'm looking for. He would try and ban his team from going to bars. So we're going to stay on top of the the Florida State situation. Uh, Jimbo Fisher said he is very disappointed in his team, and I think that he has probably learned some hard lessons from previous incidents. I think he's learned from his predecessor the legend Bobby Bowden and then truly wants to get out and get in front of this thing so hope everybody's doing well out there the Big 12 had their media day today Baylor seemed to garner the most interest general consensus is that Baylor and TCU are really going to be The top dogs in the Big 12 this year. I I really tend to agree with that. Oh, look at Vern, Mr. Smooth. (laughs) Hello, Dr. Kim, my love. The good doctor has that effect on these men, I guess. (laughs) So anyway, getting back to the uh, Big 12 there. Uh, Media day down in Kansas City. We had the Sports Done Right posse down there, setting up in the secret situation room. And what we had is a lot of information coming in. Baylor. You know, what can you say about Baylor? Baylor and TCU both have... New stadiums. Baylor has a real nice new stadium down on the river there in Waco, which is in the middle of nowhere. But it is amazing that that uh, Baptist University has really been able to put together a solid athletic program because their basketball team's done okay now as well and really put that school on the map. It goes back to RG3. You no know RG is going to be trying to work hard to bring bring his game back this year. But RG3's been very involved in staying in touch with his alma mater, donating, spending time down there. A lot of things have been going on for him. And same for the folks over at TCU. Uh, Coach Patterson over there really is is very excited for his team. They open up here in Minnesota. That's going to be a national game on ESPN on Thursday night. And I will be there in the front row. So be looking for me. I'll be holding up my Real Cast sign. And we're going to get the Real Cast Nation seen on national TV. Because from where my seats are, whenever they do the kickoffs, going from left to right on your TV screen, once the ball's in the air, I can show you where I sit and you'll see me. So we really like <laughs> that a lot. That's right. That's right. That's right. So back to the Big Twelve, you know Oklahoma and Texas really, really kind of seem to fallen off a little bit. Uh, obviously Texas, Oklahoma did so so year last year, and there's just a lot more players in that division now. And then with the upstarts, because remember Baylor and TCU used to suck, they they used to suck, and now they're the leaders of the division. Now Baylor is going to be bringing almost everybody back uh, from on their team, and apparently, according to this article here that I that I pasted earlier on, uh, I think it was ESPN or Yahoo Sports. Um, their coach feels that their team really does not get a lot of. Respects. So, look for the two top dogs, Baylor TCU, to be coming out hardcore. You know, then as we go down the road to Austin, Texas, what's going on with Charlie Strong? You know, what does he get? Can Charlie recruit to Texas? Texas is a huge state with six or seven Division One teams. And, you know, times have changed. I grew up liking the Longhorns. But times have changed. I wish Coach Strong all the best. But I, I'm, not, I'm not sold on him. I am not sold on him at all. Ninja says it's TCU's division to lose. You are absolutely correct, and we will be watching that quarterback. Ninja in the mix, Jungle Brother, Gary Joyner. Really appreciate everybody coming through here on the chat line. So Texas opens up with Notre Dame on September 5th. That's going to be a 7.30 start. I cannot believe Texas is going to do really a whole lot this year. Listen to their 2014 overall rankings. And this uh, is coming from the websites here. They were 90th overall in passing yards, averaging 199 yards a game. They were 101st in rushing yards. They averaged 137.4 yards a game. They were 109th for points four averaging 21 points a game, and they were 32nd in points against, giving up an average of 23 points a game. So the folks down there in Hook'em Horns country have really – this could be another long year. Let's just go through the Texas schedule real quick here before we get to break. Again, as I said, Texas opens up with Notre Dame. They'll beat Rice. They got Cal on the schedule after that. Then they get into conference play. Would listen, listen to this. They open up with Oklahoma State. Next week they get TCU. The next week they get Oklahoma. And then they have two, they, it looks like they have their bye there. And then they come back and they will be hosting Kansas State. The Oklahoma and Kansas State games and the Oklahoma State games, however, are all home games for Texas this year. That may be their only hope. They're on the road at TCU, and I think the TCU game may be in uh, the Cowboys Stadium out there, so that'll be more of a split crowd, because obviously Texas is the big draw in that state. And the Jersey Vern, Jersey Vern, just Minnesota is going to beat your Ohio State Buckeyes this year, and I can't wait to rub it in your face. Anyway, don't forget, um, after Kansas State, they lighten up with Iowa State, Kansas. Um, Iowa State's no joke for football. I shouldn't have actually said that. They got West Virginia, Texas Tech, and then they end their season against Baylor on December 5th. So Texas has got a schedule that is not friendly. And the folks down there in Austin may have to be asking themselves some questions this year. Because if Charlie Strong doesn't get this team to perform, they're really going to be coming after him. lock, stock, two smoking barrels. And, you know, when you're at a program like Texas, this is what you sign up for. This is what you sign up for. So, I, I, I hope he's able to put, pull it together. Like I said, I've always been a fan of Texas. I got friends down in Austin. And I really hope that they can get it back together. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break here. keep the music going. Uh, we're going to do a little, little switch up here. As I head off the break, I'm going to jump in this chat room here. Jersey Vern says, Vince, the Yankees are on their way to Minnesota in a week. Watch out, sucker. Yeah, you're right, Vern. I hate to admit it because, you know, I've been talking a lot of shit about your Yankees, man, but you're right. Uh, hopefully my Minnesota Twins can put it to them, but the Yankees have definitely been doing their thing. Ninja, what you talking about? Back off the alcohol. It's only a little bit of Patron, homeboy. It's only a little <laughs> bit of Patron. Home. Just leave me alone. I like the good shit. Like I said, it's been a long night, long weekend for your Governor. That's why I'm about to turn it up with some hardcore rock and roll. Group's called the Bullet Boys, and they did a fun little remake of the OJ's classic for the love of money. So, we're gonna get you out of your comfort zone, and everybody get ready, throw down the guitars, get the long hair and mullets ready. We're gonna take a quick little break. Here you go for the love of money with the Bullet Boys Sports Governor. Vince Wright. This is Sports Done Right coming to you live from the Situation Room at the Executive Mansion. And I will be right back. And of course, there we are with those technical difficulties yet again. So, all right, here we go, folks. Peace. you mm-hmm. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, people? Vince Wright, sports done right. Sorry for the late start tonight. We had some technical difficulties over at the new situation room, so we had to take the motorcade back to the executive mansion. Obviously had to do security sweeps as the governor was getting set up. Want to make sure I'm safe. No Al-Qaeda, nothing like that over here. And guess what? We got a show on for you. May not sound the best, but that's all right. Chat room's on fire. Gary Joyner. Again, what up to Big Gary. Glad you could hang out with us. Big John Fisher. Jungle Brother Ninja. Everybody in there. Glad everybody's having a good time. And let's talk a little bit little baseball here. We're just going to kind of skim over the standings. We're not really going to get too much into baseball tonight. We just crossed over the hour mark of the show. We're probably going to hang out for another 20 minutes or so. We'll see if uh, we have John Fishers cooking in the microwave segment tonight. He usually starts in about a half hour. So we will see if he comes on. If not, may stay with you an extra moment or two. But I see Big Vern's out there. Talking about the money, Big Vern all about the money, all about the women, especially for Bronx Days coming up in Atlanta this weekend, I believe. And Vern's New York Yankees are 51-41, and 41, 10 games up. They are in first place in the American League East. They are five clear of Baltimore, Toronto, and Tampa Bay. Those teams are all five games back. John Fisher will be cooking tonight, y'all, so... I'm I'm honored to be the lead-in for my main man, John Fisher. John, I can't wait to listen to your show, man. Make sure you bring it for us tonight, brother, because I'm going to be staying up late chilling with you, nipping on that Patron. And we have the Boston Red Sox, who have been very disappointing this year for the Red Sox nation. They are already 10 games back. They are... 42 and 52 so that's your American League East we will move on over to my central division home of my Minnesota Twins and my Twins uh, have lost two in a row they are 50 and 42 they are looking up at the Kansas City Royals Kansas City is six clear of my Minnesota Twins they are they have won seven of their last ten and Kansas City's tough, man. 56 and 36, 609 winning percentage. They're 31 and 17 at home. They're 25 and 19 on the road. And Kansas City is making a statement saying that last year's World Series it was no fluke. So, baller award to them. Gary Joyner plays the OJs. Yes, I love the OJs. Backstabbers. Gonna to listen to some OJs tonight, I believe. Anyway, let's finish up here. Uh, the standings. I'm sorry, got got sidetracked here, and then we're gonna jump in the chat room and see what's going on with everybody. So. okay, after my twins, we got Detroit, who's ten and a half games back already. Detroit, obviously, with Cabrera out, is uh, they're barely treading five hundred. They're forty six and forty, or yeah, forty forty, yes, forty six and forty seven. Nice little tongue twister here. That Patron kicking in. Cleveland is 12 games back at 44 and 48. They've actually won six of their last 10, however. And the Southsiders from my hometown, me being the Cubs fan, but the Chicago White Sox bringing up the Central Division cellar. 13 and a half games back, 42 and 49. Let's head on out west. As we get to the left coast, your Anaheim Angels, who are actually on ESPN right now, they are 8-2 and in their last 10 games, and they are 52-40 and as they lead the American League West Division. Your Houston Astros have cut it down to a game and a half. They're 52-43. and Nine games back are the Texas Rangers. And Seattle and Oakland both bringing up the rear at 43-51. and 51. Both of those squads are 10 games back in the West. Ain't going nowhere. And as we move over to the National League, the Washington Nationals still clutching a two-game lead over your New York Mets in the National League East. Don't count out the Atlanta Braves, however. They're only six games back. They have hit a two-game winning streak lately but they're still only three and seven in their last 10 games but the Braves I think may be there and have something to say about it in the end let's move over to the National League Central that's always a fun division and the St. Louis Cardinals shocker surprise are in first place they're five and five in their last 10 games but they are 59 and 34 overall they are no joke at home they are 33 and 12 at home they have a run scored of 379. They've only given up 276 runs. And I think that's for a plus 103 differential as the ratings go there. St. Louis is for real. St. Louis is for real, man. Pittsburgh is five games back at fifty-four and thirty-nine. My Cubs, who were promising, have slipped off a bit. They're nine games back. Cubs are going to try and make a wild card run, but they're 49 and 42. And you have the basement dweller, Cincinnati, 16 and a half games back at 41 and 49. And the Brew Crew coming out of Milwaukee, the city, as they say in Wayne's World, that's the only city in America that has elected three socialist mayors. Milwaukee Brewers are 42 and 52. They are 17 and a half games back. Let's finish this out. Our last division is going to be the National League West. Kings of the Ring, the Los Angeles Dodgers are clutching a 3-game lead over their arch rivals, the San Francisco Giants. Dodgers are 6 and 4 in their last 10. However, San Francisco is 7 and 3. And the Giants are 3 games back. The Padres are 8 games back at 44 and 49. Arizona bringing up the rear along with Colorado. The, your Diamondbacks are forty-three and forty-eight. Well, they're only eight games back, and you know maybe with a little luck, they've you know can catch fire or something. They've only won three of their last ten. Colorado is forty and fifty-one. They are eleven games back. However, they are six and four in their last ten. So there you have the rankings for baseball. You know, like I said, you do got to give it up. New York Yankees are really, really doing their thing, man. I know that Vern and and Jungle out there really like that. I've been very impressed, and and I have to give it up. Because when they are doing their thing, and honestly, you know, obviously, until he's busted again, you got to take A-Royd on the face of it. But he's really been really knocking that ball around so we will see what's going on and see if New York can continue to achieve but as Vern said they are coming up here to Minnesota so may have to actually buy some tickets to make it out to the first game of the year and see if my twins can take down the the evil empire as they say so all right well Let's go over here to the chat rooms. I've been talking a lot here, and i got to give my peeps some love. The folks who have actually jumped in here to hang out with us on Sports Done Right, live from the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Jungle Brothers says, Governor, your show reminds me of Bob Kemp on One-on-One Sports back in the 90s. Um, hey, man, Bob Kemp was a good dude. One of a few Republicans trying to help us brothers out. So I, I hope that's a compliment. I mean, or no, that was Jack Kemp. What am I talking about, Bob Kemp? Anyway, (laughs) Patron kicking in. Gary Joyner says he does not drink the pinstripe Kool-Aid. Good for you, Gary Joyner. Matter of fact, Gary Joyner, baller award. Got to give it up for Gary Joyner tonight, folks. Gary Joyner also says his beloved Mets need more at-bats and more brothers. Uh, Baseball in general needs more brothers anyway we're gonna take a break here and we're gonna come back we're gonna start wrapping things up so at the top of the hour we're gonna turn it over to john fisher john get that microwave ready man because we are coming to you very very shortly anyway got a little daft punk for you here him and pharrell gonna get lucky we're gonna take it to one of our last breaks here sports done right live from the executive mansion deep within the situation room somewhere in the twin Cities suburbs
0: and good- get We're up nice again. We're right up nice again.
2: going on everybody a little Daft Punk with Pharrell sports done right with the governor that's me Vince right? because I represent my state so well as Jungle Brothers says and Jungle I appreciate those nice words man everybody in the chat is having a good time the chat room is full everybody's having a great time lots of good a lot of good points of view a lot of stuff out there Gonna try and get Gary Joiner some more brothers for his New York Mets. Please stay tuned on the Real Cast Radio Network. John Fisher is gonna be cooking his microwave. Please join him after this show. At the top of the hour, I'd imagine, or somewhere around there, John Fisher's cooking with the microwave. Got to support everybody who's part of this Real Cast family of podcast. Don't forget this weekend, Jersey and Jungle. We'll be you getting it on in their podcast as well, and a lot of good information will be deciphered from Jungle Brother and Jersey Vern. I love being a guest on their show. I love listening to their show, and I really appreciate everything they're trying to do as well. So, Jungle and Jersey, get the powder ready, get the smack talk So I'm going to be tuning in on Friday and Saturday night. So I just wanted to kind of wrap up the show here. We've talked sports all night tonight, and, you know, we, we get it. But, you know, there's other things going on. And as your duly elected governor, it is up to me to kind of take a stand on some things here and there. Now, a lot of heated discussions been going on over the past few weeks with Bill Cosby police brutality just just a whole lot of wickedness going on in this country and in this world right about now uh, I had a thing on my Facebook page about a young brother who, and I still don't know how this was happened, he was held in jail for three years without a trial in in, in solitary confinement most of that time the poor kid finally gets free from jail three years later but he's so messed up in the mind because as he says he winds up talking to himself because he spent so much time in solitary. That's 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 the only thing you can do. And then the the long story short is the story's on my Facebook page, Vince Wright Facebook. But this this young lad he kills himself, and it was just very very sad. So you know we're all we all got our points of view. We all have different points of view. We agree. Sometimes we disagree. Other times. The governor just wants everybody to kind of keep level heads, respect people's opinion, even though we don't agree with them. And one of the things, you know, when it comes to Cosby, it's tough because we, we never like to see, you know, and speaking for me as a, as a young black kid who grew up with all the Cosby shows and the, the commercials, the pudding pops, everything really really bums me out to see what's happening to him innocent until proven guilty but the thing is is that unfortunately it seems to be the good doctor's own words that are really getting him into trouble these are his words coming out of these depositions you know then you go over to subway you got jared you know the the little dork who everybody loved and thought was cute all he did was eat sandwiches and he loses his weight and now he's being investigated as being part of that child porn thing that uh, his, I, I believe it was his C- the CEO for his foundation was, was busted on. And obviously they're looking at Jared and you got to wonder what's going on there because obviously that gentleman said something to the police that sent him to Jared's house. So we're going to see what happens there as well. The other thing is is that we, we like resolution right now in this country. We, we like resolution right away. We're, we're a fast-paced society now, especially with social media. Can, we're always connected. We're always on these phones, our tablets. And sometimes we got to remember that the legal process is a slow-moving vehicle, and it, some of this stuff just takes time. But we're going to find out what's going on with Jared. We're going to find out, unfortunately, I think, and again, just my opinion. But uh, in the court of public opinion, Cosby's done. Fair, unfair, whatever you want to call it. But again, these are his words from the deposition. And I'm going to go out there and, and read through these depositions this weekend, too. I really am quite interested to see the context that these questions were asked. And we will see. We will see. But you notice Bill Cosby has not been around to declare his innocence. You know, that that does trouble me. But anyway, we're going to wrap things up here with Sports Done Right. I want to thank everybody in the chat room for coming out tonight. Dr. Kim, and if I mispronounce your last name, Kim Shropshire, Dr. Kim, Dr. K as we call her in our chat group, thank you so much for hanging out, Gary Joyner, Jungle Brother, John Fisher, That Ninja, obviously our uncle, Jersey Vern, First Lady was up in the mix as well looked alike. And I just want to thank you all for hanging with me. Like I said, we were real disappointed because tonight was was supposed to be a, a special night. We were looking forward to having some much improved production, some much improved sound. But that's all coming. That's all coming. Looks like I was close on your name, Doctor. So, But anyway, everybody, so glad you all came out. Glad you guys spent the night with me. I was like I said I was I was actually real disappointed. But we're going to be all right, man, and hopefully next week we will be able to bring you the sounds from the new situation room and we will go from there. So let's go back to this chat room here as we're wrapping things up. Jungle Brother says he loves kids. If you want, you can take what I said out of context and call me a pedophile, Jungle Brother. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh, man. Gary Joyner. Jared had kids sandwiched. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Gary Joyner. Gary Joyner, what you doing, (laughs) my Got to get your life together, man. <laughs> That's what one of my co-workers says. She always tells us, we got to get our lives together. But anyway, we, we, we're going to find out what's going on with these two. And, and the rest of these fools up here as well. So I want to thank everybody for spending a Tuesday evening with, uh, with me here. Vince Wright, sports governor. I want to thank John Fisher as he's uh, going to prepare to get his show going up here next. And he's going to be cooking with the microwave. So I'm going to sign off. We may be doing another show as events warrant maybe later this week. If not, we're going to be back here next Tuesday night. We're going to get it going. And I cannot wait to get back here. Trying to get some stuff put together as we finish up here. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really, really appreciate it. We're going to go a little old school here with the little Isley, Jasper Isley. I think we could all use a little love, and we're going to finish it out with some old school R&B. Taking you back to the caravan of love. You guys have a good night, thanks for listening to Sports Done Right with the sports governor, Vince Wright. Live from the Situation Room. Have a good night, everybody. Peace.